Hello and welcome back to the Second Screening Podcast. My name is Nicholas, and with me, as always, is my very good friend Matthew. Hello, Internet. Uh, yeah, because there wasn't a podcast bubble enough. We're back. I don't think we actually had any episodes released back last year. No, I don't think so. Okay. I think we also said the same thing last time we recorded, too. Okay, that's true. But we have a plan going forward. And mm-hmm. uh, this podcast is really for us, not the internet anyways. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this is a hobbyist podcast. We do it when we want to and when we can. And that's not as often as, you know, we want, but... What are you going to do? Yeah. Plus, we're still going to beat Paranoia Shop. Yeah. I'm still yeah. coming for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. What's been up, Matthew? Uh, not much. I guess going to grad school, watching mm-hmm. some movies, doing some dad stuff. That's about it. Yeah, pretty similar. Yeah, how about you? Yeah, pretty similar. Not grad school, but um, I just got back from a tech conference. That was pretty fun. So I was down in San Francisco. Nerd. Nerd. And, yeah. So, I've just been chilling out. Trying to, uh, I actually been trying to watch more movies. I know that I'm like bad about watching movies unless it's to review them for a, this podcast. Sure. Yeah, but I've been trying to do that a bit more. You gotta like build your rep- repertoire. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, like we just a little bit ago saw um, Spider Man Away from Home. Oh, I didn't. I was not interested in that at all. Oh, that's was fair. It, was it good? I liked it. Okay. It's, it's fun. Okay. I wouldn't say like it's amazing, but it's not like. It was, like, a lot of fun to, like, watch. And I, I thought, like, Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio was fucking incredible. I don't know why it turned me off, but the whole, like, Far From Home thing, mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, that just felt like... Because the, the names have, like, the word home in it, so it's Homecoming was the last one. This one's Far From Home. Ah, uh, that's true. I really, really liked Homecoming, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm sure that I'll end up watching Far if From you, Home and like it. Yeah, if you liked Homecoming, you'll like far from home okay okay it I was just, legit I just, I just made up a reason why i wasn't interested and that reason's probably silly yeah um yeah so this time on the podcast we're reviewing kung fu hustle which uh amazingly matthew you had never seen before no i had never seen it i and when you'd mentioned it i had confused it with um what did I confuse it Kung with? Pao, Enter oh, yeah. the Fist. Yeah, Kung Pao, Enter, Enter the Fist. Yeah, uh, no, but I'd never seen, and I I have to say Kung Fu because uh, even, um, you know, when I took that Chinese class, uh-huh. the teacher, Chen La Shi, um, it, you know, the, the it should actually apparently be pronounced Gong Fu. Gong means work. Oh, I and see. And so uh, I remember specifically because she, after she taught us that, she's like, so no one else can say Kung Fu. You're a Chinese student now. Say Gong Fu. <laughs> All right, cool. So I can't, I can't shame, uh, shame Chen La Shi. Yeah, absolutely not. So instead we were reviewing Gong Fu. Hustle. Yes, Gong Fu Hustle. Yeah. You know, that that uh, that indie movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, this movie is uh, the second in this director's uh, repertoire of, and honestly, the only two that he did in this like style of um, like Kung Fu cartoon humor. Yeah. Um, so Matthew, why don't you hit us with a few Matthew factuals? I, I actually like, I, I, I probably am not the person that should be doing this because normally I feel like I know more about it, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was, uh, directed by, uh, Stephen Chow and my, my beloved wife, um, she actually had mentioned, she knew about it clearly because, yeah. you know, and, and she had, she had told me that like, this was like his like magnum opus. Like he had always wanted to like direct like this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what was the, he did a, was it Shaolin Soccer? Yeah, Shaolin yeah. Soccer. Yeah, so I guess the success of Shaolin Soccer, uh, you know, gave him the freedom to do this movie. 
yeah. uh, which was, you know, like I said, kind of everything he wanted to do. So it, it, I think it's super cool. Um, you know, similar to Jordan Peele, like mm-hmm. I love horror movies. So if I, you know, ever became a director, you know, I probably would have an idea of like my ideal horror movie, which I kind of do. And so, you know, but I think it'd be hard to get a studio to allow you the latitude and the freedom to do your dream at the beginning. Yeah. So like first you got to like prove yourself a little bit. Um, and I know that our friend Greg, I believe he said, uh, I said, I know that I believe. So I think it's actually, I believe he likes Shaolin soccer better. But, oh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, I, and I have not seen that yet. So I need to see that. But yeah, um, aside from, I, I don't really have much facts. Did I release in 2004? Um, yeah. That's important. I always think it's important to date movies. Yeah, absolutely. 2004, like this was a kind of a weird like movie to come out at that time period. I know it's like it came out in China. So like American, the influence of American media hadn't like permeated their culture as much as it has now with like our movies being like, hugely successful over in like china well especially now well because i mean it wasn't only a couple of years ago that basically you couldn't like import uh, not import that's not the right word but you know the, uh, the chinese market like you couldn't really show a movie there and which is you know i mean they're probably the largest movie market in the world yeah uh, i i'm not sure about that you may be right i have no idea yeah and i i probably should have looked that up before um, yeah but uh but, but it's certainly they are now certainly a force to be reckoned with when it comes to box office yeah well i mean uh so like when the um what's the star wars movie that started this whole dumb podcast we had the, the, oh um, force, awakens. force awakens yeah yeah so you know when i talked to shan about that uh she was like oh yeah you know like china doesn't necessarily care about star wars and i was like what are you talking about and she's like they, they didn't like show it like it's like you couldn't show stuff and even now um you know like everything has to be approved by like the chinese it's not a censorship board that makes it sound bad but it's like you know some chinese film board actually that might be it yeah and um and uh so yeah i mean it, it, the interesting thing about this movie now is um you know in 2000 i mean so if you had some av- uh, avant-garde movie right now i think that people even if they didn't like it i think they could understand it and be like okay i know what this is and things like that but 2004 i mean it was 15 years ago right yeah i think i think it was a, a lot harder to to do things like that but maybe that's not the case yeah this uh this movie kind of came out around a brief period of like american interest in indie foreign films mm. so like there was you know kung fu hustle and amelie Oh, it was yeah. a French film. And there was yeah. like another one that I remember came out at the same time, which was like another foreign film. And there sure. was like this like this very interesting kind of like almost like Amelie is like almost Wes Anderson. I, I love Amelie. I've I love Amelie, Amelie as well. Yeah. yeah, they're they're very like this heightened reality indie films that were foreign were like quite popular in America at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, it was Fair kind enough. of a, a cool, a cool little period of time uh, regarding Shell and Soccer. I liked Shell and Soccer. I liked it differently than I like this movie. Okay. I, I prefer this movie, I think, overall. I think that's the general consensus, because when Greg kind of told me that, he uh, the sense that I got was that he was in the minority. Yeah. I think after this movie, Stephen Cho went on to do some smaller... He's done more stuff, but like just smaller works. Sure. And then I think he also was doing some politics as well. Oh. Which is why I think he took a break from like movie making after Interesting. This. Yeah. yeah. You, you think the two people who were, you know, going to do a podcast on this movie would take the five minutes to read about what he's done since. But uh, that ain't us. And yeah, yeah. Uh, we just, you know what? Uh, we It's our story and we're going to tell it how we want. And uh, that's, that's how we chose to tell it. All right. <laughs> cool. So uh, let's get into it then. So. Uh, Kung Fu Hustle starts with this 
scene where we're in a police station. There's these people looking like really nervous and, uh, it turns out there's this gang in there and they're yeah, you yeah. can see the corruption and see the corruption going on. And so the gang leaders are like berating the, the chief of police for like arresting his like girlfriend or something yeah, similar to maybe a twenties mafia mob in the U S right? yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, the police and, and the mob are, are, you know, in cahoots. Yeah. I think one of the first things you see is, um, a person getting thrown up, yeah. above the staircase to like the sign that says like police and just like breaking the sign yeah and it coming down like showing how like the police are so useless in this world but also establishing the hyper violence and the cartoonish level of violence that exists in this world the way you put that is perfect the cartoonish violence because yeah it sets that tone of you know like these the the physics clearly doesn't matter in this movie. Yeah, and, and yeah, the, it, it clearly doesn't. <laughs> well, and if you don't do that early, mm-hmm. then you know, then when I see it or someone sees it, they'll be like, it'll take them out of it because they'll be like, wait, what the heck? But you know, at the if you tell me five minutes in that the physics doesn't matter in this movie, then that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. You set yeah. you set up the rules and you play by them perfectly. I'm okay. That is yeah. the perfect way to do that. That should apply to all movies. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. You can take it from us. This is the movie that you should watch if you want to learn how to make movies. Yes, yes. Yeah, this is this is the magnum opus of movies. Yeah, this is get like step aside, Citizen Kane. It's, <laughs> it's Kung Fu Hustle from here on out. There was maybe oh what, oh I, just, I saw uh, Memories of Murder, the Korean film, and oh. uh, uh, I don't know maybe I sh- maybe I shouldn't say it. Maybe we should do it. Uh, but and no, I'm gonna say it. I was like I did not like it, and mm-hmm. then I was reading it reading about it because it's you know really well known and you know, popping onto Reddit and all that. And everyone's like, this is the perfect movie. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I was like, okay, I didn't like it, but it's not for that reason. Like, uh, it's a perfect movie. Like, wow. Like that's a really, it's a really high bar. Yeah. Uh, and you know, cause I can certainly not like a movie, but appreciate it or understand it or respect it for different reasons. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe this is, maybe this is the perfect movie. This I might, know. I think I guess, it might actually, I guess we're going to find out functionally the perfect movie. I do, so. I do have a tattoo of it on me. Oh, wow. Another one. Yeah. Yeah. Two for two. Yeah. It's on my chest. <laughs> my shirt. It's going it's just like, that's a big, uh, ax. Yes. It's a big ax. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it establishes the violence, level of violence. The police chief like gets his like ass handed to him by these gang members and they, they leave, and then as soon as they leave, all of these like people in um, suits appear, wearing like top hats and everything. Yeah, it's coming like this, from all sides. Coming from all sides, and they're like, "What?" They're like, "Huh, huh?" And, like these gang members are like surrounded, and the police like close up their windows and their doors. And they're like, "It's a trap," and uh, that that smaller gang gets taken out by the antagonists who we just now are establishing as the axe gang and they're like they show up and they they all have axes right they all have axes that's their thing and so they show up and like the main the boss of the gang is like doing like a little dance and there's like a jazz like oh god that's right yeah 1920s like jazz like sting is like dun 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 it's almost um like when when you know not knowing much about this movie when it started i was like the west side i was like are they gonna dance fight yeah <laughs> I was like, did i get tricked into watching chinese west side story you did and then, right? yeah like i love the dance because they all have axes too right? yeah they all have axes yeah. and so um they the axe gang proceeds to just like 
viciously murdered this like smaller gang kind of establishing their like, like they they now own the city yes yeah, yeah, yeah so they've yeah. been like taking out their last enemy right like um um what's the al capone valentine's day massacre valentine's day massacre yeah, yeah. yeah. and like the smaller gang is like wait until our re- reinforcements get here he's like your reinforcements just signed up for uh on our side buddy <laughs> like yeah, get like, fucked you mean these guys yeah and so they get killed and we do like a quick uh dance break where the Axe Gang is like dancing back at their headquarters. Wait, wait, wait. First, we had to. Uh, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. It shocked me so much. Because mm, there, okay. the, there was the. I think the boss. Yeah. And then he just gets shotgunned, and you get that, right? Yeah, yeah. And then. Um, no, then, he gets axed. Oh, he gets, he gets axed. axed. And okay, then, that's like, right. The, that's right. The his girl. girlfriend was like, oh, they're like, I, you know, spare me. Like, I'll love you forever, whatever. Like,. Uh, and he's like, okay. And then she like turns he, he away. Said, he said, I don't kill women. Yeah, I don't kill and women. And she starts to walk away. And then he like motions to someone. The guy like throws him a shotgun and you just, yeah. just like blast her straight in the back. Yeah, which like one is terrible because she was smoking hot. Yeah. And then two. He's I like mean, a liar. <laughs> yeah, like that It really establishes his character. Like, mm-hmm. like, brute, like, brute. and you know, yeah, that, that is. He's like no honor at all. Like, yeah, that perfect. That's, you put it so much better than me. And that's, good. I love how. You know, in a weaker movie nowadays, I'm sure that somebody would have like come out and been like, "Wow, boss, you sure have no honor." Yeah, like, yeah. Spell all that crap out. Yeah. But no, like that scene, like to me, like that. Yeah. It perfectly yeah. establishes the character as being a pile of shit. Yeah. Show not tell. Yeah, absolutely. And so then we cut to a dance break where where it shows like the opening of the movie like the kung fu hustle or kung fu hustle which and we're actually going to have right now during our podcast today's yeah. dance break is brought to you by casper audible harry's <laughs> do you need do yeah you like need have you ever have you ever wanted to have a dance break but your beard was just too, too big and you didn't sleep well last night <laughs> while listening to an audiobook we are not sponsored by harry we're not sponsored by anyway, actually yeah. It'd be hilarious if we were sponsored. It would be hilarious. I, I the I know of some podcasts where they just like lambast their sponsors. Oh, and I know. Like, yeah. But that's like that's like their thing. Yeah. We're probably just gonna get a cease and desist. Yeah, probably actually. Yeah. yeah. All right, dance break over. Cool. And so yeah, they do like a quick dance break. And I, I thought it was kind of cool because the name is Gung Fu Hustle, and they actually do like a hustle. Yeah. Like, type dance, and no, that's sure. the only time that happens in the movie. But I'm like, good. You just establish it at the beginning and then move on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, kind of like again showing off like how just kind of like weird this uh universes yeah so then we go to uh this new location called pigsty um alley which, which I, is which i'm probably gonna say pigsty because i'm an idiot <laughs> but uh so we go to pigsty alley which is like a project like it's where like poorer people like farmers are living and it's like a rundown kind of um condo well, like, apartment I sort mean, of like I building mean, like all of all of 1930s china was basically poor yeah yeah the, right oh and it's set in hong kong ish right it's, yeah. it's cantonese um, and, uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of, you know, 1930s China was poor. Yeah. The possible exceptions of, of certain areas of Hong Kong, Shanghai. Yeah. I got the impression this was a particularly poor area. Oh yeah. Absolutely. This was yeah. absolutely the slums. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, it's, it's Pixty Alley. Yeah. And so, um, we kind of, it shows off like the different people who live there who are going to become like major characters later. It kind of moves through it. And then we get to, uh, our main characters who are. Sing and Boom. Sing and Boom. And they are trying to like r- like psych themselves up to intimidate the people to like pr- they're pretending that they're members of the axe gang yes. to get like free stuff from the members of pigs uh pigs eye alley yes um and it's like it's pretty funny like the main like the bow is like this he's like getting a haircut or something he's right? getting a haircut yeah, 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 yeah and he's like 
He's like, show him your tattoo. And he like takes off his like coat and he's got like a poorly drawn like axe, like double axe handle uh, tattoo on his chest. Like not actually tattoo, it's like marker or whatever. Yeah, yeah like a Sharpie. And he like slams his hands down and he's like, you know, it's like, it's funny. He's fat. Like, and yeah. so like all his wiggle, fans wiggle, 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 wiggle. Wiggle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so. That's um, totally fine. Actually, he's not a member of the axe game. He's a huge ICP fan. So he is yeah. a juggalo. <laughs> he is a, he's <laughs> absolutely juggalo. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he has a great Malenko on his leg. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, really quickly, the Pixie Alley figure, like members of Pixie Alley, like no one believes that they're members of the Axe Gang, like to comedic effect. And uh, they get into a fight with the members of the Pixie Alley. They, um, I love the scene where the main character, uh, I can't remember his name. Sing? Sing. Yeah, yeah. Sing is like, I'll fight any of you. Like, uh, you over there. And he, like, you, that guy over there. Yeah. Like, the skinny guy. <laughs> And the guy, like, there's like, this guy, like, skinny guy, and he, like, sits up. Yeah. And he, like, stands like, up, huge. and he's, like, really tall. And he's, like, ah, I said no cheating. Yeah, go back. And it's, like, you, four eyes over there. And the like, four eye guys comes out, and he's, like, yoked to yeah. shit. He's, like, super buff. Because you, you only see his face. You only see his face. Eyes. Yeah. And he's, like, ah, yeah. oh, my back hurts. Yeah. All right. Um, he just, like, he's, like, giving excuses, and it's really funny. It's, it's, it's like, all right, yeah. how about you, kid? And the kid comes up and just, like, punches him. <laughs> and he, like, punches him right in the gut, and, like, blood comes out of his mouth. <laughs> It's so good. Yes. It's super funny. And so um, he's like, Ugh. and then he's like, all right, we're going to call for reinforcements. And he throws like a fire firecracker, um, which is like the scene previously, something we didn't show was like the Axe Gang signals their team using fireworks. Yes. So he uses a firecracker to try and like, oh, I'm going to signal them like a scare. I'm like the last means of intimidation. And it happens to land in an Axe Gang, like the captain's. Hat, hat and you, like you see it's like blown his hat to pieces You're like who threw that and it's the comedic like cartoonish like hat blown to yeah pieces. like his like face is like a little blackened like yeah. like daffy duck might be um that sort of thing and uh it's like who threw that and the um they have like a fight there's like a fight breaks out between like the axe gang and the members of pig's eye so it turns out like the pasta maker is actually a kung fu master and the tailor is a kung fu master and this like farmer is yes. a kung fu master. Yeah, yeah, the three. Like, um, hidden kung and they have like different kung styles. Um, and so they're able to like defend themselves against the members of the axe gang. Yeah, they drive them off. They drive them off. Yep. Um, is this is this the time when the landlady runs Sing? Oh, like chases after Sing? I think it is. I don't remember okay so there, at some point there's a couple times where they because they that's when the, she like sh- like hits him with a shoe or something right? yeah exactly yeah, she's always you know she always like has curl curlers in yeah, her curlers, hair yeah. and like a cigarette she's always wearing like a muumuu yeah or like yeah. A, just a dressing gown yeah yeah so, um, yeah you, uh and uh you know always like just kind of that tiger tiger mom, mom sort yeah, of like, yeah yeah, yeah. Very hard <laughs> so she's like it's like stop making all this noise. Yeah. And uh Yeah, oh, and she wants like, you know, she's the the, the landlady, so like she wants rent from people. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is especially important. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like um complaining to her cuz she like turned off all like the water or whatever cuz like no one's paying their, their rent on time or something like that. Yeah. And so uh after this fight she's like what's who's making all this noise and like everyone like points at Singh and he just like starts running away. It's either this time or another time, uh, but basically, like, I'll say he did it now. And he starts running away, and she uh, chases after him. 
and they do like the Looney Tunes, like the legs are like oh, spinning. Oh, that's way later. That's way later. Oh, is that I later? I remember that. That's oh, okay. way later. Oh, yeah. all right, all right. I'm yeah, sorry. This so. is, yeah, this is when she um, this is when she, she, she kicks out the Coolie Taylor and Donut. The, uh, yeah, oh, the that's right. Yeah, because they're like the Kung Fu Masters. Like, yes, that's right. So she kicks them out because she wants peace in Pig's Eye Alley. And yeah, basically, yeah. Now that they've become enemies of the Axe Gang. And like basically just because they're kung fu masters, it's like you got to get out of here. Yeah, well, like you know, now she's uh, harboring enemies of the axe gang. Yeah. So just yeah. For yeah. Peace. So they got to get out yep. of there. So they have like a scene where they like uh, kind of show like they're going to like fight a little bit, and they have like a little bit of like a fight um, as they're like cleaning up their stuff and like packing. But it's just like a short little like kung fu like spar, and then they end really like respectfully and like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 The three. The three masters because they they revealed themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So they they all know each other other as like. Oh, they knew. They heard of each other. Yeah. And that. And that's the thing where it's like you know. uh, I don't remember if this happens in the movie, but you know it. You can imagine there's probably another movie where it's like you know the the sword stops and it's like my sword's at his throat. Yeah, his swords at his throat, and then his swords at my throat. Yeah, you know, yeah, that that's kind of thing, yeah. yeah. So, so have it that. establishes them as equals. Yeah, exactly. And then nowadays, somebody would come out and say, "Wow, you all are in this exact same position. You are all equals." <laughs> um, cool. So the Axe Gang, um, they are, you know, we got to get those pig side alley guys, like those masters or whatever. Yeah, because they can't, they can't be, they can't be disrespected. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, be shown part of, that's part of being a gang. Yeah. Is, you know, even like they don't care about Pixie Alley, but they, yeah. they, they can't be disrespected. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. so they hire these uh, musicians who are like renowned assassins or like mysterious assassins. Um, and so they go, the assassins go and are just show up at Pig's Eye Alley like in the middle of the night, kind of like around the time when they're having this fight. Um, they just show up and they're like playing um uh, it's the a harp. It's a. I, I always thought. I thought it was a. a the 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 gu the gu, guzhong, guzhong. Yeah, yeah. yeah like the you know, yeah the, the ding, 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 ding. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the harp where it's it's a harp, but it has the bridge in the middle. So the right side will play lower notes, and the left side will play higher notes. Oh, I forgot you know about music and all that. Yeah. yeah when 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 this episode is finally released in twenty twenty one, and Shan listens to it, she's gonna uh, lambast me for my mispronunciation. Guzhong, <laughs> guzhong, but yeah. What, yeah, 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 yeah. So the traditional Chinese instrument. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and it it sounds beautiful. Mike. Oh, it's and awesome. They have this like cool scene where like playing it. It's like and then. Um, so one of the masters after their fight is like walking away and you hear the like the the thing that I was saying and then you hear this like the harp like basically the harp just, like shink yeah, yeah and yeah. you see like uh, you hear it a few times at that sound that shing shing and like these there's like the shadow play going on where the guys like walking away and you see the shadows and there's like a pot breaks all of a sudden yeah. and then like a cat jumps and it's body splits in two and then up. all of a sudden you hear like this really dramatic one like the um, like a stronger sounded one and then his head just like parts from his body and like flies away you're like oh no that guy just fell (laughs) like i just love like i love the three masters and like they establish them as like really cool characters yes and then they immediately like this guy immediately dies which yeah and i love and like that just again like that way of of establishing the supernatural yeah of you know these harp or Gujong yeah yeah they show that they have like this this power right yeah. to like use their and music. they're super like creepy zombie looking yeah right? they are yeah they've got really long, long nails. nails like they kind of that might have been for play- i mean even that's for were, playing but yeah. they also like they have like the glasses they look like the depiction of like the chinese zombies oh yeah the hopping zombies yeah. but they don't uh, have like the the 
talisman at the front of their head. Yeah, that the hopping vampires. Yeah, they yeah. kind of look like that. Yeah. Um, and so the other two masters like are they're like they're in the middle of like the courtyard where the musicians are, the assassins are, and they like try and like attack them. And one of them like realizes what's going on, and so they have like a fight with the assassins, the two masters, and they're like trying to defend themselves against like this invisible force, like these. As they're playing, they're like basically shooting out like invisible swords. Yes. At the uh, masters, the two masters that are left, and so they're like fighting off, fighting it off. And it's this is like one of my favorite scenes. Like I love this scene because it's just like this cool demonstration of like music, using music, um, and like the kung fu, like wire work and all that. Like it, this was a really awesome scene. So the the two masters get bested. Um, so. It turns out like, the guy who's like a tailor, he's like really good at like bow work. And the other one uses, uh... oh no, it's the pasta maker's really good with like a bow staff. So he's like a staff master or a spear master. Yeah, which, yeah, which would be like one style. Yeah, one yeah. style. And then the, the tailor has like rings and so he uses the rings to like impact his like punches. Oh, and so, that's like, right. Yeah. And like he was like protecting himself and then with like the his rings. rings get like blown off yeah. and then the uh, staff guy brings out his staffs and like uses them to like deflect the swords and then you see the uh assassins summon like a horde of like spear yes. invisible spear guys yeah. and like you can see it but like the people clearly can't yeah. and he just gets like his ass handed to him so they get like destroyed by the assassins they're about to be they're defeated. about to be defeated yeah and then all of a sudden the, the land- landlord the landlord the husband shows up um so there's the landlord lady and the landlord husband um and he shows up and we he was like, he was, we could say landlord and landlady. Yeah, that's true. Landlord and landlady. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Actually. Yeah. yeah. So the landlord, um, who he was already establishing like the first scene as being like, he, like, uh, he steals kisses from people. He's like, kind of like the sleazy kind of guy, but he's like, Oh, like kind of charming, but also a little sleazy and yeah. just like, kind of like a fuck about. Yeah. It's like a thing you couldn't do nowadays. Cause yeah. like hashtag me too. But like, you know, yeah. But, yeah. China. Yeah. Yeah, know, absolutely. Yeah. And so, um, he shows up. And the guy that and he like disappears next to the assassins are like, who are you? And so they try to like attack him and uh, he like his body like bends like weirdly. So he like uses like he has like elastic body. And so like he uses elastic body to like deflect their attacks back on each other. I like Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, and, and the landlady is there, too. Mm-hmm. So they're both fighting. Uh, yeah. Basically, you know, so now you have the the pasta maker. Taylor? Taylor, yeah. And then the landlord and the landlady. So the four of them are able to defeat the well, two assassins. So uh, if I recall, um, the landlady takes the two people who were injured, the two masters. So the tailor and the pasta maker. She takes them back to her room to like try and heal them. And it's the landlord who just like single-handedly defeats the assassin. So kind okay. of just like show that he is a master at a higher level than uh, anyone we've seen so far. Sure. Okay. And he does like this cool thing. Like he uses their heads. So he like grabs them by their feet and spins them around in like an intricate pattern. And you show that he makes like a yin yang on the ground <laughs> with using their heads. And he just like throws them away like they're trash. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. love that. And so I was like, that was, that was cool. Like, and so the, assassins like run away and like during this time like the axe lord or the axe gang leader was kind of having like a comedic scene with his like crony who like crony like kept like looking through the car window to like see what's going on he's like get down i want to see and they were like yeah, fighting yeah, yeah, with yeah, each yeah. other yeah um and then uh they're like 
oh crap what's going on so the assassins like ran away they're like oh shit what do we do like they're like suddenly like uh this has never happened before and then all of a sudden the landlady is like in their car like sitting next to like in between both of them and she just looks at the um the land the axe gang leader and she like just doesn't say anything and she goes you me and like cracks her knuckles <laughs> and then points down she like shakes her head yeah. like just does like like basically like if you want to fight me you're going down yeah and he's like uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> and she's like get out and yeah. then she like does like a get out sort of movement he's like okay and then she's just like gone from the car yeah and then they're driving away and like they get like intimidated by uh these people um then we go to the city where uh yeah so sing and bone are so the Axe Lord, or Axe Lord, I keep saying Axe Lord. Um, the Call Axe, me Axe Lord. Yeah, Axe Lord. Yeah, the Axe okay. Lord, yeah. like, leaves, uh, and it cuts to, like, the Axe Gang, like, hideout, and Sing and Bone are, like, captured, had been captured by the Axe Gang for, like, causing that fucking, like, thing where now they're embarrassed by. So they're going to get killed, and Sing is able to lockpick his way out, and he shows, like, some gumption, and so the... He Axe, shows uh, Street Smarts. Street Smarts, yeah. yeah. So the Axe Lord's like, oh, okay, you've got some skills to get out of our jail. Like, they get discovered pretty quickly. Um, we'll let you join the gang, but you have to kill someone. Yes. And so, they're like, all right, we're going to go kill the landlady. I was like, we have to go kill the landlady. And so, he they go to Pixayali to go, like, fight the landlady and, like, get immediately embarrassed. Like, yes. of course they would. Yeah. Um, and so, this is the part where he gets chased away by the landlady. With the, the roadrunner. The roadrunner. Like like and so, this is, like, super cartoony. And so, like... They have like their legs like running, um, like spinning, like in Looney Tune commercials. The, the blur, the circle blur. Yeah, and so yeah. they're like, it's basically like a motorcycle chase scene, but they're all they're running. Yes. And then like they come to like a uh, truck, and like he jumps over. No, she jumps over the truck and does like a kind of like pirouette in the air or whatever. Like does a twist and like it's like very stylized, like obviously like over the top. And then he like twists his body, so he's like running sideways on along parallel to the ground. <laughs> Like, obviously, like a cartoon, like, like it were a motorcycle. <laughs> he just goes <laughs> under it. Um, and then they get chased a little more, and they do something similar where, like, she has to jump over something, and then she hits a sign yeah. and, like, like, splats <laughs> onto the sign like fucking Wiley e. Coyote. <laughs> Nowadays, it cracks me up because, like, that would totally, like, that could totally happen in, like, the Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. <laughs> it would be, like, a freeway sign. Yeah. But it's not. It's 1930s China. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so silly. And, uh, like, all of her, like, rollers, like, fly out of her hair. And, like, he, so he gets away. Um, they have a scene now in um, the city, and they're, like, they're like, we just got to commit. Like, we have to get some. This is, is this is where they're in, like, a, I didn't know what the heck. Is this where they're in? The, I don't know what the heck they're in. It's like a ball in the middle of an intersection or something. I think so. Like, it, so. Um, what is that? So he's in, like, it's basically what I'm going to guess is, like, back then in the day, they like didn't a have a traffic signal. I think it's like they didn't have traffic lights before. Uh -huh. And so it was basically, like, kind of like a crow's nest on the top of, like, a ship. Okay. Um. So, like, a I, I'm betting that, like, a policeman or like a traffic agent would sit in there and direct traffic ah, yeah so he could see what was going on and like or something along that those lines. makes sense that's what i'm guessing that so makes, he's in there but yeah. it's like this like steel cylinder oh, that he's like in steel, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah steel yeah, yeah. cylinder, oh, it is cylinder you're right. and he's like just like 
pissed off at himself like i keep like i'm a fuck up blah 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 yeah and he starts like hitting the wall and you see like these like indents like coming out of the wall like that's clearly cgi but it's like bam 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 like his hand and you're like oh crap this guy's actually stronger than you think like yeah he's, yeah he's yeah. actually like doing like something um so then he meets up with Bo, and they go to like steal ice cream from a place and they i guess they succeed because they get the ice cream yes um and then he runs into this woman who's like selling candy on the side of the street and she seems to like recognize him and gives him like a lollipop and he has a flashback to this moment when he was a kid and he was like he used up his savings to buy a kung fu manual from like this old man Um, like a beggar or something he's like i've got you've got the makings of a great kung fu master or she is like perfectly in line or whatever and um you're like the one in a million person oh that's so, yeah he says that doesn't yeah he? and he's like i'll sell you this for the low low price of whatever amount and uh so the kid buys it and that's his like total savings so he like uses it to like study some kung fu and these like bullies are like uh trying to take this lollipop from this girl and it turns out she's deaf you find out later yeah and so mute. he goes to stand she's up mute. to yeah she's mute yeah and so she goes up to he goes up to like stand up for her he's like i'm gonna use you know, what he use, learned from the book yeah just stand up for like i'm gonna be a good guy and they like trounce the crap out of him and they end up peeing on him oh god that's right i was <laughs> like i was like wait they're not gonna oh no, no. and so they pee on him they pee on his yeah, bug yeah humiliation yeah it's like super humiliation I'm like damn that is brutal yeah and so um he gets humiliated and that's when he decides like, like good be- guys don't get anything nice guys finish last yeah so she like she walks up to him and like signs like thank you i think in like chinese sign language mm. and he's like i don't know what he's like what and so he's just like runs away and he's like ashamed and so he's like yeah nice guys finish last so i'm gonna be a bad guy I'd be a criminal yeah. yeah and turns out he's an awful criminal yeah and so he, uh if comes back to present day and she's holding out this like lollipop he slaps it away in like his shame like re- kind of like remembering that moment and it breaks, and it's, that's kind of a dramatic moment. Quite sad. Yeah, quite sad. Yep. And so he goes back to the Axe Gang headquarters, and they're like, all right, you fucked up trying to kill someone. Yep. But you can break into things. So here's what's going to happen. We need to kill those uh, pigsty bastards. Yep. And there's only, we, we need to get the best of the best. This guy is a kung fu master. Yeah, he's insane. And yeah, he, he murders he, everyone. No, my favorite thing is that he studied kung fu so much it drove him insane. <laughs> <laughs> he's not just insane. Uh, kung fu drove him insane. Fair enough. Yeah, and so, uh, so they have to break into like a like asylum, asylum, asylum for like the criminal insane or something yeah. like that. And Ar- so Arkham Asylum, basically in yeah. Chinese. And so they break in and there's a kind of a cool scene where like he sees the cell where um, the beast beast is and like the cell door breaks open and all this blood comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like it was like clearly hallucinating it. But that kind of shows like just how like powerful the beast is. Like he has a psychological effect on people. Um, It's kind of like um, uh, Magneto in his uh, plastic cell. Yeah, yeah, kind of. And so the they break the beast out and they get him out um this is like kind of a comedic scene too this is pretty there, there's more stuff going on but like the the main yeah, thing yeah, is that they the get gist. the beast out yeah so, and, and the beast is totally unassuming no totally he's like just this like that weird ugly middle like age, middle-aged like guy like bald. he's just like a dumpy yeah yeah there's like kind of he's got like balding. a gut balding like yeah. guy and you're like okay is this the beast 
So they take him back to the Axe Gang hideout, and he's like, "Like, what do you want? What do you want from me?" Blah blah. And they're like, "Is this really the Beast? Like, show us something." Well, like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, the Beast. I mean, like his whole thing is he wants like a worthy opponent, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, he, like, he doesn't really have any driving force, except, and so yeah, yeah, he yeah. Just wants worthy opponent. So it's like, if you can give me a worthy opponent, fine. Yeah. They're like these guys are the best, but like they don't believe that he's actually the Beast, and so like show us something, whatever um and he's like kind of making fun of them and like this guy like this crony of the or like this member of the axe gang is like don't make fun of the boss or whatever and like points a gun at him and he just immediately grabs a gun out of the guy's hand and everyone's like oh shit what's gonna happen and he points the gun at his head fires a bullet and then catches the bullet (laughs) like he point the gun is like five inches from his head and so he catches a bullet like a bullet like that quickly and they're like holy shit and so like, all right, you gotta kill the landlady Land, and the landlord, landlord of yeah. the um, Pixie Alley, and it turns out that they're they're at the casino already. Yes. Um, and so they had brought a gift of like a funeral bell to the Axe Gang because they were like, we're gonna like we're gonna kill you guys, <laughs> like you if you want to mess with us, like. Well, because yeah, they were like, um, like basically, okay, we have to go on the offensive now. Like, yeah. We obviously like they're gonna keep coming after us, so like our only choice. Is to intimidate them from like, yeah, coming at yeah, us. Yeah, stop them one way or another. Yeah, so they bring like an act, a wedding, or not a wedding, a funeral, funeral bell. bell. I thought that was really clever. Yeah. Um. So they get in a fight with the beast. Um, and the beast like shows that he's like powerful. Like so earlier we we got demonstrations of like the landlady and the landlord being like some of the best. Like clearly they're like the top echelon so far of kung fu masters in the movie, and they are um getting their asses handed to them by the beast essentially and so they have like this thing where they break the top of the um the funeral bell off and the earlier in the movie they they established that the landlady can um it's like the master move master move 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 is like the lion's roar which is this loud scream that like just like fucks anyone up it's like unstoppable unstoppable yeah and so they use the funeral bell with the top off as a megaphone for the lion's roar and it like blasts oh um blast the uh beast and everyone around him is like everything's like broken to shit um and so they're able to get the beast into like a hold so there's like a three-way hold going yes. on and so they're like kind of like all like grabbing each other and like uh like we can't um so you can't escape Every- whatever yeah. and so the the axe lord is like Sing, go up and kill him or kill them. Uh, now they're all held. And so uh, he kind of like is looking around and he has a change of heart and like attacks, like uses the axe and like hits the uh, axe lord or something like that and like hurts him. Somehow like he he hits him with something and like hurts him. And the guy's like, that was like the first time the axe lord has ever been like hit in this movie. And so he's like, oh, what the hell? Um, yeah. And, and he hits the beast. Which pisses the beast off, and he like uh, bursts out of the the, the hold, and uh, he's like, "Why did you hit me?" And like beats the crap out of the out of sing, yeah, yeah, out of sing. And then the uh, axe lord comes up and is like complaining about something. He's like whining the entire time, like just being like a real fuck boy. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the beast like just straight up kills him. Yeah, I mean, because the beast is, you know, he. He yeah. does not care. Yeah, like, he yeah, doesn't they, care about the axe lord. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, care about he, the axe king at all. Yeah, it's almost like um, almost like like 
Thorish or godlike levels, right? Yeah, Where yeah. It's like, yeah, he just wants the worthy opponents. He doesn't care about the the axe lord's cause. Yeah, so, yeah absolutely. Kills so it kills him, and then like by the time he looks back, the um, landlady and the landlord and Singh are gone. Yes, uh, so they've disappeared. Um, I forgot to mention. Uh, so in this scene, when they're like when the beast is talking to the landlady and landlord before they um, start fighting, so they're having like a quick kind of like almost like friendly chat um it establishes a landlady and the landlord as romeo and helena of troy i missed that yeah wow that's and, awesome yeah and they're the lovers like wait like romeo like romeo and romeo juliet? and juliet and what? helena of troy yeah. okay i don't remember that that's awesome yeah absolutely and i don't think they're supposed to be like actually like the person romeo from the play right 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 right, 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 right. but that's their names is and so that's how they're like their masters names yeah um and they're called the lovers oh. and so they were like they fell in love a long time ago um and so that kind of like gives a backstory for them like why they're like yeah because that little thing you know it's like um it, you know like i love these like the, little nuggets that you get like yeah a little nugget yeah and, and it's that thing where you know if somebody were to um did you ever see the man from earth you know it's you can you can no i never saw it oh okay you you can establish a lot um by you know basically saying that where it's like you you know by 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 giving these little nuggets it's like oh they're that ancient and the fact that they're still here means that obviously they're like powerful and they've had time to study yeah, okay that's yeah, right. yeah I like that, that sort of thing yeah um and so they it it cuts to back to pixie alley mm-hmm. and they have like wrapped up seeing and like uh, all these bandages and they're like, this is like I said that to like establish the fact that they're like these like renowned couple as like kung fu masters, and they're like, um, basically they establish their background as being like, our we were you know our son died. They're like kind of talk to each other like lamenting that their son died, and he was a kung fu master, and he died in a, a kung, in a fight, mm-hmm. and that made them like renounce kung fu altogether, which yeah. is why they like. They which, ended up going down the path that they did. Yeah, which is, you know, more like, uh, kind of like Yoda, right? Yeah, Like, in, yeah. you know, in hiding with this great power because they've seen what what, what that power can, can do. do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, um, they're like, oh, this, like, boy, he could have, he's the same age as our son. Like, he could be our, like, he could have been our son if our son had lived, like, that sort of thing. So, yes. they're like, they decided to take care of him for that. And so, he's, Plus, he saved him. Plus, he saved him, yeah. yeah. And so, they, they're, like, healing him. Um and the beast shows up and he's like taking over the axe gang uh to big sayali and they are about to like like i think they have like another fight with the the beast and they like get their asses handed to them um and then all of a sudden like the seeing like bursts out of his uh like basically a cocoon. It's, they like, put a, him it's, in. it's yeah. like a it's like a like a full body cast. Full body cast. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's a basically a cocoon. I think they even have a scene where like a butterfly comes out of a cocoon. Oh yeah. And so like I have a quick little thing like that. And like yeah. he bursts out and like he's like wearing like just like all white clothes. It's like a it's like a it's like Gandalf and yeah. or Highlander. Yeah, like much like Highlander, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Gandalf who I'm all about Highlander. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um I love the Highlander TV Yeah, series. Me too. And so um he like He's healed and like his fight with the beast and or his like bodily destruction by the beast. Not a, actually a fight because he got his ass like destroyed. Yeah, he was in a severely weakened state. Yeah, it's really weakened state. But his body like coming like with their the medicine that they applied and his body being a weakened state, his like 
his chi was like fully unlocked. Mm-hmm. Like he was just like the it's, negative it's, it's experience. The ascension. Yeah, it's the ascension. ascension. Yeah, the negative yeah. Pe- uh, period of the past had like been cleared out. And now, now he's like fully realized. And like it turns out, he's actually a kung fu genius. Yes. Like he's a natural talent. And so he fights the uh, beast, and he's just like whooping ass. It's basically like Neo at the end of the Matrix. Oh, that's yeah. good. Way to put it. That's good. Way yeah, to put so it. it's like kick, 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 yeah, and like they're like doing. So like the really cool scene and there's like all this stuff and the uh the beast has like this like frog ability where they like frog style frog cell where he like has his like neck blowed out and then he like jump at the person like basically like spearing them oh toad style yeah toad style and um that like he uses that to send him up into the sky yeah that and then that, um, that move was was too powerful yeah super yeah it was a very powerful and then the um seeing while he's up in the air like kind of reconciles with buddha he's like yo buddha what up <laughs> <laughs> he like sees like this cloud formation that looks like buddha and like reconciles with buddha and like uh falls to the because because like, because fall- the book that he bought as a kid yeah is the buddhist palm style, style yeah yes. and so he like manifests all of his like training from like when he's young and like uses the buddhist palm style and like basically like palm slaps the shit out of the beast Mm -hmm. but like from the air like he's like a comet like coming down and like leaves this giant imprint of his hand on the earth yes so it's like like crushes him um and they do a couple more scenes where like they they do he uses it and then finally oh no uh he lands and then they're about to fight again and he uses it again but he like deliberately misses and like puts it next to his head you just see like the pigsty alley like part of the building just get blown away in the form of a hand right um and the beast uses like uh, something he did to try to defeat um romeo and julie or romeo and helen of troy the landlady and landlord before was use a, a pen that had like it folded out into yeah, a lotus and little... shooted like a poison dart into him yeah because yeah that's because he was uh possibly overcome by them at the casino yeah but he used yep yeah he used that to like weaken them yeah like poison them um and so he tried to use it again on uh Sing. Sing and Sing just like pulls the needle out and like folds it out into a lotus and just like uses it as the, the toy where like if you spin it in your hand it'll fly away. Yeah, it'll, the, the it's got um, the stick with the wings. Yeah, just basically showing that he's like overcome the beast in every capacity. Yes. Um, and so the beast like kneels down. It's like, please, master, like let me learn from you. He's like, yeah, all right, I'll train you. He's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so like the beast has found a worthy opponent. Um. Even better, he's even better. A he's found a master, yeah. Well, especially because you know, like as you as you you know mentioned, he he went insane from studying kung fu. So if you know, if he found a master, then now he can reconcile himself. He, yeah. yeah, and he can he can continue to study kung fu. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so um, basically, the Axe Gang is now defeated, and peace comes back to the city, and we end in a scene where. Uh, Sing and Bo, like Sing and Bo, had had like a scene before where it was basically like Harry and the Henderson, where it was like, "Get out of here!" Like, I don't want you. Like, Sing had like pushed Bo away. And oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he was like, "No, you, you're useless. Like, just go back and being a pig farmer." Um, and so then you see them like had reconciled, and they they're they open up shop. a candy shop, and the like little logo is the lollipop, and uh, that, that that phone, the, the phone, the, the mute, mute girl. girl. Had, uh, had tried to give them yeah and so uh she like sees the candy shop one day and they like see each other sing and fong the mute girl mm-hmm. and they have this scene where like the camera pans around it does like a full pan 
And as it pans around to each character, they turn into the, like the little kid version of themselves, which yeah, which, which is super cute and it's so like good. so good. And then they come back around and they're like um, adults again. And then he holds out his hand and she comes and takes it. Yeah. And then it goes back. It cuts back. Uh, it cuts over really quickly. Like the pa- camera pans and there's the the beggar again. The guy who had the kung fu manuals and. He's like looking kid is like, oh, you have like the, the body of a kung fu master yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. doing that shit again. And the kid's like, uh, and like clearly like not getting it. And he's like, he has like the manual for like the Buddhist palm. Yeah. And then he's like, I've got all these other ones too. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has like, like five other styles. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, maybe I shouldn't say it, but like, uh, you know, I, 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 when I was watching this, I imagined the Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. yeah. Kung Fu Panda, where he's like, you know, tiger style, crane style, snake mm-hmm. style. You know, yeah, that's so, very similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Because I know there's different styles. Of yeah, and that and that ends the movie. Boom, yep. we're done. Yep. So cool. Yep. Let's get into initial screenings. So sure. Matthew, go ahead and uh, lead us off. Okay. So first screening. Uh, yeah, like I said, I I, I initially thought that it was uh, uh, Gong Fu. What, wait, what? Is it? Gong Pao. Yeah, Gong Enter Pao. the Fist. Yeah, Enter the Fist. Yeah, which it's not. Um, so the initial screening. So uh, you know, uh, when I watched it. Um, I, I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah. You had no idea. I had it. no idea what to yeah. expect. And, um, because after that, and it, I guess, um, I have still not seen Gong Pao, but there seem to both kind of be silly-ish movies, cartoonish, mm-hmm. not cartoonish, silly, right? Yeah. And so, uh, I didn't know that this movie was going to be like that. Uh, and, and w- kind of what you had mentioned, like they established that tone early on, yeah. which is a okay because like you said they established the rules and they, they played it um i am not the biggest fan of gong fu movies as in mm-hmm. i know that those are like a genre you know the bruce lee's and the things like that yeah um and and so i was a bit weary going in um but uh i did really like it um i the the, the first screening was uh everything was a surprise to me yeah uh and uh and I liked the antics and I liked how the story went and I liked the, I liked the character development a lot. Um, yeah. So I really liked it for the, for the first screening. Cool. I actually don't remember my first screen of this movie. I've seen this movie. It's one of those movies I've seen a few times. Sure. Fair um, enough. And yeah. I don't even remember how I became aware of this movie. Like it was just like this, like thing that got passed around a little bit. Were like, you, were you, uh, were, were... I was like maybe 18, 19 when I first saw this. Okay. Or maybe even earlier than that. Maybe okay. I was still in high school when I first saw this. Sure. Um, and I, I like the idea of, I like Kung Fu movies conceptually, mm-hmm. but a lot of times I've sit down and watch them and unless they're like really amazing, like, uh, Jackie Chan's Legend of Drunken Master. Fair. I, they're kind of boring, I'll be honest. And part of me wonders, um, maybe they've aged. Yeah, as that in, might be. As in, you know, maybe, you know, I mean, I like James Bond movies, but you know, the, the, the Roger Moore and the earlier ones. I mean, they didn't age well. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, so I wonder if it's the same thing where when they came out, I was like, holy crap, like, I've never seen something like this before. Yeah. In the 70s, like that was a big thing. Yeah. Um, and unless they're like like the cream of the crop, like Bruce Lee's End of the Dragon. Sure. Um, and even or, that, I, I wasn't even a fan of that. So, oh, I, I actually maybe, like Maybe that it's one. sacrilege, but. No, it, that's fine. But yeah. I, I rather like that one. But like that one's like the cream of the crop. And Legend of Drunken Master is also like one of my favorite movies. I do. I do like the Jackie Chan movies. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe I do like them. I, don't, I guess I don't know. I don't know. But um, this movie, like I like heard about it and I was like, this is right up my alley. And watching it just like fell in love with it like i just 
had loved this movie from beginning to end. I didn't know what to expect either. Was not expecting the cartoonish like level of humor. When like so the Looney Tunes, the level Looney Tunes of, one got my yeah. in the best way. Yeah, because yeah, everything else was like okay, like this is like some Matrix. I mean, obviously yeah, it was kind of around movie, the same era as yeah. the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, whoa. It was, it was after. It was after the oh Matrix. Oh my God. Right? Matrix came out in 99. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, like, no, it was before the Matrix. So I was thinking it was like 70s. No, no, no. Yeah, so I was like, okay, Matrix physics. Like, I got that. That's great. And then the, the freaking, it really lightened up the tone. Yeah, and, like, absolutely. It, it broke up the tone in a, in a very great and hilarious way. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, my initial screening was like extremely positive and like, I don't watch rewatch movies often, but this sure. is a movie that I've rewatched a handful of times. So clearly I loved it. That says a lot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, yeah. If you, I, I tend to be the person to rewatch movies more. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure why, uh, honestly, mostly because, uh, uh, I think that I'll find a movie that I really like. And when I, when I, um, a lot of times when I suggest a movie to somebody, I might end up watching it with them. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, I watch I watch movies uh, more frequently. I think for me, I'm I'm kind of like addicted to new content. Yeah, isn't that you're like that with music too, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I, always I like remember for you're, new yeah, music. you're like you're like you, I mean, you're basically a, like a heroin addict. Yeah, basically. You're like, yeah. You're like even the new stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like ah, the old stuff. Fuck this. Like, yeah, the, that 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 well's dry. <laughs> Whereas, like, I just I just listen to stuff from 2004 because I'm like, that's the last time I listened to new music. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some some 41. I do like some forty. Yeah, I still like it. It's on my it's on my workout playlist. Nice, (laughs) Um, cool. Uh, I forgot there was a scene. We're talking about the comedy, like the cartoonish level of comedy. And there's Mm -hmm. a scene when they were like they go back the second time to pick Sayali, and uh, this is not part of my first initial screening, but I wanted to talk about it where. They were like going to go kill the landlady and they're going to go throw a knife at the landlady, and they have Bo, the the fat one, Mm -hmm. throw the knife, and um, he like goes. He rears his arm back to go throw the knife, and it stabs into. Oh God, Singh. that's right. That's I like. Right. I forgot. Like, so we got to call this yeah. out. This is one of my favorite yeah, scenes. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Stabs into yeah. his like right shoulder, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, all right, I'll be over here." And he goes to like, um, he goes to do it again, and like stabs in the left shoulder, <laughs> and he's like, "Ah!" And he's like, "God damn it!" And so he's like, "All right, I'm gonna be around the corner, or whatever." And like, there's like a little piece I'm sticking out, yeah. and he goes to do it again, and like the at the knife handle comes out, yeah. and like the knife flies into his leg. <laughs> and he's like, ah. "And the um, he go the bow throws goes to throw it now, and throws it the handle only yeah. at the um." at the landlady and it hits her square in the face and she's like who's out here throwing knife handles <laughs> there's yeah you know one thing that that i did not expect watching this was there's so many of these just little funny quotable scenes yeah just throwaway movie. jokes so yeah yeah like, throwaway jokes that's yeah. a perfect way to put it and like but you know like you'll you'll watch movies or i'll watch movies where it'll have a throwaway joke and it's like it's kind of funny but like it just doesn't live on on its own. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. Like, cause I'd forgotten about that until you said it. And then I just watched it in my mind. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, I was like, that's so good. It's so perfect. Yeah. It was like, it's such a great comedy scene. Yeah. Like, how? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. Let's, let's get into second screening. So second screening, like I almost feel bad about saying this, but like, this is, this is what we chose to do. And I gotta be honest. Um, I did enjoy it less the second time. I'm surprised to hear that actually. Yeah. And, and it's not because it was any, um, you know, there's there's movies where where we'll watch it and I'll the second time will um, it, it might be a bad movie or a weak ish mm-hmm. movie. And the, the second screening will just highlight that. It'll just jump out at me. Yeah. yeah. 
in this case, um, because I knew what was going to happen, um, it dragged on a little more. And I don't know why. Yeah, uh, I, I can you see know, that. And, 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 and so I think, you know, when I was kind of reflecting on that, I was like, okay, I was like, the, the, the first time, you know, everything was new and fresh and, and yeah, funny. Yeah, you were surprised by it. Yeah, surprised. Yeah. That's a perfect yeah. way to put it, especially because I had no expectations going in. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so the second time I did enjoy it less. I was able to appreciate more. Yeah. Um, there were more subtle things that, um, cause you know, a lot of times the first time when I watch a movie, um, you know, uh, talking about focus and, and things like that. Um, you know, I'm really looking at, at probably what the director wants me to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the main characters, the main story, I'm really trying to get the gist of what's happening. And then sometimes, or most times the second screening or multiple viewings, um, that's my chance to to kind of like be like, oh, what's this guy over here doing in the corner? Yeah. You know, or or you know, what's this detailer or what's this this little you know throwaway thing? And so I, I was able to to look at more things, and and I really appreciated them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's um, uh, I, it's still a good movie. I mean, we'll we'll get to the ratings later. Um, but 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 what I realized was a, a I think a, a at least a non-negligible part of my enjoyment the first time was was really not 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 knowing what was going to happen so i'm not a big video gamer but i know that part of what video gamers correct me if i'm wrong is kind of replay value yeah yeah replay value and, yeah and so for me um it, it did go down just a little bit i guess i guess just didn't have that that replay value mm. um where so like if i were to you know if i were to if i if i felt the need to uh watch this movie again um, you know, which I'm sure I will at some point in my life. I, I would not feel guilty about just kind of skipping like scene to scene. Oh, yeah. As yeah. in, I'd be like, oh, okay, that was, you know, this is that scene that I really enjoyed, you know, and then it's like maybe a good movie to have on the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, that, and that's kind of, I think that's kind of how I feel about it, where, you know, it's still got these, these funny jokes, these funny scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I wouldn't feel guilty about, uh, about, uh, you know, going scene to scene. So yeah. I, I think it did go down a little bit for those reasons for me. Okay, that's not, I, I'm that's I'm interested to hear that. Like I thought that would be like a slam dunk both times, but no, that actually makes a whole lot of sense. And I'll, I'll kind of get into why I think that with my second screening. Sure. So this my second screening has actually happened like multiple times. I've seen this movie multiple times. Right. Yeah. But, I mean the the the, the podcast should really be called like multiple screenings. Yeah. But like, but, mul- multiple screen.popping.com is not the no, best URL. Good. Yeah. yeah. But the, so this last time that I saw it the for this recording um one of the things that's nice about this movie is watching it with someone who's never seen it before and kind of getting their secondhand enjoyment oh totally theirs and so yeah uh, sheila my fiance had never seen this movie before and she like had no idea what to expect wait hold on can i say something right now go ahead uh I'm afraid that by the time they're listening to this, it will be wife. Yeah, it might be wife. By the time this <laughs> comes out, she might be my wife. Because if this, is a, if if no. our track record holds true, we'll be married in a year. So. We're gonna fix it. We're gonna hire some audio editors. <laughs> we're gonna. We've got like a backlog. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna fix, fix this. this. We're gonna but, fix this. But yeah. I'm saying it. I'm. I. I. I, ch- I Matthew and you, Nicholas. Current Matthew, Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Challenge future. Matthew and Nicholas <laughs> to get these episodes That's out however it needs fashion. to be done before it's wife. Yeah, before it's wife. Yes. That's fine. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so my partner, Sheila, whatever status we're at <laughs> at this, the time this comes out, mm-hmm. she'd never seen it before. And so like I kind of got secondhand enjoyment with her. Sure. And that's kind of the beauty of this movie. Um the other thing, I whenever I like rewatch this movie, it's always years apart sure. from each other. Sure, sure, sure. And sure. even like talking about this movie uh prepping for this movie uh for the recording 
I think that this is a movie that lends itself well to time mm. and like having time between each scene, like mm. screening. Sure. Uh, because like I enjoyed it just as much this time as I did the first time. It's like maybe a, not as much. Like uh, the first time is always special. Of course. Yeah. Um, it's, it's almost, I, you know, that, maybe that's why I felt guilty. I almost felt unfair. Where yeah, it's like, how, yeah. can, how can you compare anything to the first, the first time, time you've seen it? Yeah. yeah. Well, just sometimes where we have seen like we watch it the second time, it's gotten better. Yeah. Um, this time for this movie, I think that it lends itself well to not watching it back to back. Sure. And so maybe it does kind of fail the second screening um, formula. That's, that's so interesting because I don't, when you said it out loud, that dynamic, uh, I think makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But I'd never thought about it until you said it. Yeah. So having someone who's never seen it before is great. So you're like, you're kind of like watching them like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like this fucking scene is awesome. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. Because like, the fact that I feel like I wouldn't feel guilty about missing big parts of this movie yeah but if i watch it with someone i would pay attention to what they're doing yeah and it's kind of that yeah you get you kind of get a secondhand like buzz from like what they're doing yeah um, but like also secondhand buzz secondhand buzz yeah it's kind of like secondhand embarrassment but the opposite oh yeah um, and the um the other one is like if you give it a little bit of time between each viewing like mm-hmm. this movie like has all these like scenes that are essentially just like vignettes like little tiny like just each each scene is like kind of encapsulated in itself yeah and i forget i even like talking about like this doing the recording i Um, forgot like the order of things and so going back it doesn't super matter it doesn't really matter like none of these like the order of the events that occurred doesn't actually matter all that much you're absolutely right and so like going back and rewatching, you're like oh yeah this is this happens now and like you kind of like get that reestablished and it's like almost kind of new it's like almost a weird chameleon movie where like if you give it enough time, you'll forget about things, and then you go back and watch it, and you almost get like a an initial screening again. That's you, you know when when you say that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah, they they are you know self contained, maybe not self contained, but at least compartmentalized. Yeah, compartmentalized. Yeah, yeah, and and man, that's an interesting thing. This is going to be the launch of our uh, next podcast, third screening <laughs> decades later. Yeah, yeah. Where when I watch it and then I like it again, because uh, yeah, you're right. I yeah there's certain there's yeah that's, that's i challenge you yeah. to watch this movie next summer i like, let current it matthew fat challenge <laughs> 2030 matthew to watch this, this movie is, again and then it, rate it yeah absolutely <laughs> but yeah so like this movie is like it's so funny like it's so good um it's just like a perfect like light-hearted movie with like action elements like really great action the really action is great, really great action. action that is yeah you, you, uh, no one can deny that yeah and then like really funny comedy like really like the comedy, like comedy that you wouldn't expect, like it's, this is going to sound a little bit, maybe not, like, maybe not great, but it's like, there, like, there's a style of like Western style comedy and you wouldn't expect that coming out of China. And then like for Stephen Cho to like, just like master Western style comedy so well, like the kind of like Looney Tunes style, like comedy. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, it, you know, I'm, I, I'm not the best food eater. Yeah. Uh, in fact, that was one of my ideas for second screen. Uh, food food yeah, related food related I, yeah. I am not the best food eater but i um i can at least understand the concept of fusion yeah you know and so uh it's kind of like um one of my favorite things is to listen to um international covers of english songs oh yeah because i love 
somebody else's take on something that I know. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so that I think that I think that you nailed it. That that, that makes total sense. Where um, you know his take on kind of that the Amer- American comedy while still being a kung fu movie while still being other stuff. Yeah. yeah it's. The yeah. Chinese influence into like Western style comedy elements, like there, there's still like Chinese style, like Chinese, like comedy. Yes. Um. There's. It's not just like oh, it's all like Western I mean, comedy. I, 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 would it be fair to call? I, I think it's fair to call this a Chinese movie. This is absolutely yeah. a Chinese yeah, 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 movie. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. And in fact, like I, I don't even know if there's like a dub of it. And I hope there isn't like a English I don't know. Dub. I, I don't watch dubs. And I don't. I don't yeah. watch dubs either. Like yeah. the their inflection is so perfect like you don't need to like even like read what's going on to understand what's going on like oh you, i see okay, yeah, yeah like you sure. kind of like i remember like you could, thinking you could about get, like you could get the gist yeah basically yeah. like oh this thing happened like everyone's like such a good actor in this movie like i i really like very much enjoyed this movie like, yeah I, seriously it's one of my favorite movies of all time no i i'm i'm i am you know very grateful that you suggested this because I, I i don't think i would have watched it on my own just, oh really just, just because i like i said I, I, I do like jackie chan stuff yeah some of it this um, is kind of jackie chan style like because jackie chan has like kind of like the wacky humor too yes it. he does yeah the physical comedy i mean yeah. i know there's the every frame of painting where he talks about mm-hmm. excellently he talks about you know the the uh, what makes jackie chan movies so good um and and so i think that jackie chan might be like the height of that kind of kung fu physical comedy yeah um and and I like that, but that uh, that might only be because um, you know that's that's you know the the, the peak, right? Like, yeah. it, like it's be like um if someone only likes super high quality scotch. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Today's episode brought to you by the Glen Levitt. If yeah. someone only likes top quality scotch, um, you know they 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 might not like you know Johnny Red or Johnny Black. Yeah, but they right? might miss out on some like the the nuances of yeah. those as well. Whereas yeah. if someone likes scotch, like I like so scotch, scotch, scotch. Yeah. so like I'll drink anything because I have no self respect. <laughs> um, and so you know i i, don't I take th- mats from the bar and just like hold it up yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so gross yeah um i don't think i ever would have watched this on my own just because i'm not a big fan of of, of the genre and yeah. I'm, I'm very uh grateful that that you know and that's another thing that i like about this podcast you, you know we expose each other like i don't think like going back to our first episode i don't yeah. think i ever would have watched the fountain yeah. without this episode yeah, yeah no for sure or without this podcast yeah no yeah. absolutely so so i uh, yeah very grateful for that. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I talking about Jackie Chan really quickly. I think there are elements of like Jackie Chan style like comedy in this movie. Going like this is a Chinese movie. Yeah, sure. One of the things that I, I I saw some point out about like Jackie Chan movies that I really like is that Jackie Chan is destructible. He is a person who like when something lands and hits him, oh, he yeah. feels pain. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, compared that was, to like yeah, that's the every frame painting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. like compared to like like Hobbs and Shaw or like the Fast and Furious movies where these guys, The Rock, like like they're yeah. fun movies. They're yeah, yeah, they're yeah. a lot of fun and they're interesting. But like The Disagree. Rock flexes out of a cast. Right. And yeah, so he's like, oh, yeah, this yeah. broken bone mended itself by like just me like flexing out of it. Right. Um, that sort of thing. So, like, these people are, like, superheroes. Even yes. if they're supposed to be regular people, they're essentially superheroes. Yes. Jackie Chan in all of his movies is, like, when, like, he blocks someone with, like, when they go and kick each other and their shins hit each other, they yeah. both, like, rub their shins. Well, like, that's, well, no, that's, that's where they, like, turn around, right? Yeah, like, and they're, like, yeah. And then the, when they turn back, they look, like, like indestructible. Yeah, 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 exactly. I yeah. just, and so I think you have that in here with, like, the knife scene where, like, the guy gets stabbed in, like, in the shoulder and he's, like, ah, oh, Bart, like yeah. this hurts like so much. Um, 
that yeah so. yeah absolutely no because uh, that adds like an element of like you know it humanizes and and, and drama too right because yeah. i mean it's you know i'm I, i'm not a big fan of superman sorry nikki um you know for that reason <laughs> i understand that superman's challenges are different right than 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 the normal superheroes challenges but like you know he's basically indestructible except for kryptonite and so yeah. i i personally am not a huge fan of that um but no you raise a good point yeah i mean everyone there, there was tension in this movie uh, because of the uh, musicians. The yeah, heartbeat. people, people got hurt. People yeah, who were established people themselves. Died. Yeah, people yeah, died. So, people know, who established themselves as like the cream of the crop. Yeah. still got killed because like someone was better than them. Yeah, and they so, weren't. They, they weren't precious with their characters, and I really love that. And maybe that's something that 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 the first screening that 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 I enjoyed more is is I had that tension too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. oh crap! Like, oh, this person like. Yeah, when they have the fight, with, they would show off the three masters at the beginning, like right before they get like kind of killed by the assassins, yeah. the music assassins. I kind of like fell in love with those characters. I loved them. Oh, I love them too. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. When, 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 yeah, when they like when the they... the Taylor who's like kind of a gay guy. Yeah, and he was just like, is he the one with the rings? Yeah, he's I the one with the him. rings. I yeah, him. I loved him a lot. Yeah. And then like they all like respected each other and like just like worked together like day to day and just like to show like the community that they established to each other without kung fu and then with kung fu as well like i'm just like oh my god i love these guys yeah and then to have them just like immediately killed later i'm like you fuckers what did you do well uh you know in the casino scene i remember the first time feeling real tension because Mm -hmm. you know they killed at least one maybe two of the people that are like before and and i like the landlady and the landlord and so i was like oh no like i was like I was like kind of stressed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cuz they were losing. Yeah, 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 and I was like, "Oh god, they might kill him." Yeah, absolutely. Uh, cuz you know, it's like uh I knew that Stephen Chow was was Singh was the main guy. And I was like, "Okay, I felt pretty fine." I didn't, yeah, I pretty I, confident he was going to make it to yeah, the Yeah, pretty end. confident he was making it. I didn't like Bone, I didn't care about Bone, so I was like, yeah. "Whatever." But like those two, I really liked though them and I was like, "Oh god, like what if the master kills them too?" So, yeah, 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 yeah there you 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 raise an excellent point. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right, let's get into uh ratings. All right. I, I I'm going to give it to uh, I'm going to give it a, a a minus, just uh, just because that's uh, your initial screen is A minus. Yeah, my first my my initial screening is A minus, and it's you know uh, is excellent movie. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, not a it's not like perfect. Yeah, right, but yeah, uh, but uh, and, and and that's probably just mostly because uh, uh, kung fu movies just aren't my thing. And and then I'm gonna say B plus. So it dropped a little bit, but but not by much. And that's not to take anything away from this movie at all. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, there's there's you know there's movies. Uh, there's movies. I I think I wa- I think I could watch Black Hawk Down once a day every day for the rest of my life. Actually, when I got the DVD, I think I watched it once a day for for a month. I um, need to go back and revisit that movie because like I watched it once and I was like I'm good. Oh man, maybe maybe. That but I also be- watched it when I was really young, like maybe like. I think like it came out when we were twelve. Yeah, that's when I watched it a lot. Yeah, and that, so, like, that explains a lot. I think. Yeah, actually. maybe. <laughs> um, well, you joined the military, and I certainly didn't. Yeah, I guess I was. I guess I was like a uh, very influenced. <laughs> um, I, I'm very interested to see uh, what happens in the future five, you know, years from now. If I, if I choose to watch it again, um, to see if what happens, kind of what you mentioned, that, that maybe. Maybe it gets, you know, kicked back up. So maybe, maybe, you know, you know, like when you have a fine wine and you open it, you're supposed to let it breathe. Mm -hmm. Maybe this movie needs to be needs needs to be allowed to breathe, which I when we thought of this crazy idea of this podcast, I had never thought about that concept. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I'm going to go with you and give an A minus the first time. Sure. It's a great movie. Is it like a perfect movie? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm going to give it a solid A minus as well. Like sure. I think I'm going to go just steady across the board. 
Um, and I know that sounds kind of lame, but like no, I've every like I've loved it as much every time I've seen it. No, uh, that's consecutively. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely legit. Um, I can totally see like if you watch it back to back, you're like, all right, I've seen these beats. Like, yeah, yeah, I get it. like these the bits are they land with like a certain gravitas, and you kind of like if you give time to like kind of forget things that happen, um, you they land just as well. I feel, and so like a minus a minus across the board. Like this is an awesome movie it's like unique in a way that like no movie is quite as unique i think like i i don't think i can name another movie that's quite like this yeah like you mentioned uh gung pao enter the fist yes which i've not seen which you've not seen yeah. so the thing about gung pao enter the fist is that it is a they took a chinese a classic um not even classic like maybe like an unknown kung fu movie from the 90s and then they like redubbed all of it Oh, did they do kind of like an MXC thing? MX3, but but they also introduced like uh, the guy, like there's an actor who also like intersperses himself in the movie. So is it is it almost like an MXC plus kind of Adult Swim C lavish thing? Kind of, yeah. It's like MST3K. Oh. It's kind of like an MST3K, but more, it's it's actually more like in the style of humor of like Aqua Teen Hunger Force or like C-Lab 2021. Well, well, I mean, so C-Lab 2021, you know, everything was like from, well, not everything, but they, you know, they, yeah, all they the, used a lot of the C-Lab 2020. That, actually, yeah, C-Lab 2021 yeah. is a perfect example of yeah. like Gung Pao is to c-lab like yeah 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 and so that's why like they're they're both comedic kung fu movies but they're different in like that one's like a western movie like kung gung pao enter the fist is a western ass movie sure no i'm I'm picking up what you're putting down yeah and it's it's hilarious i love i I had loved it i haven't watched in a long time we might actually want to do like maybe a kung pao or a kung fu yeah we got a series maybe do like them back to back maybe not we'll see yeah um uh we should definitely do a Gung Pao, actually. That would be great to do. Sure. Um, it is definitely... That one's more comedy. Right, right, right. And yeah, this yeah. one's more like action comedy. Yes, yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm snacking what you're packing. Cool. All right. So I'm, I'm sniffing what you're scratching. <laughs> I'm, I'm mopping what you're spilling. Yeah. 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 Are you barking so loud that uh, you give me a brain aneurysm? I'm cracker with your jack and... Oh, God, that's Ooh, terrible. that's not great. I don't like that one. Keep it. Keep yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to do... Us. Us by Jordan Peele. By Jordan Peele. Which will be really interesting. I've not seen Us yeah. yet. I have, I have, uh, I have, and, uh, you know, the aforementioned, uh, I love, I love horror movies, so I have opinions. Yeah, absolutely. I saw Get Out, and I liked Get Out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I wanted to see Us, and it just didn't pan out, so this is a perfect opportunity. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's going to be interesting to hit a more topical, and, um, I mean, Get Out was, you know, uh, I do my best... We do our best to our 12 listeners. <laughs> we do our best to save opinions while we talk to each other for future movies. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I'm going to do my best here to, you know, save my opinions for both of them. Oh, that's um, fair because yeah, kind of I I feel like one might inform the other. Yeah, yeah, and so and so, you know, but but I think that uh I I propose that uh, Get Out was kind of a a sneak hit that that may have changed it was definitely influential in the horror genre. Yeah, absolutely. Well, one way or another, no matter how you felt about it, and and so I'm very interested to see. Um, I'm very interested to see our opinions uh, on us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I'll give you this: like, I think that uh, Get Out was uh, Jordan Peele's like magnum opus. Like, this is a story he's wanted to tell, and then Us is maybe like a 
quick follow-up to mm. that uh and i'm worried that it might not be as good i'm not sure yeah, yeah so no, i've not seen it so no, I, that's I, my concern about yeah. it no that's and i'm actually i'm actually very very interested to see where this where this one goes cool all right well join us next time on the second screening podcast no. all right bye bye